Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. What's the most resilient parasite? Transform the world and rewrite all the rules. That's what I'll be doing every single night. Which is why. No, 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 no! I have to steal it. What are you talking about, Willis? This is Primetime with Isaac and Sue. It'll, it's going to work. It's passable, okay? This, this isn't terrible. The best in local, regional, and national sports. With no hidden agenda. Primetime with Isaac and Sue on 1080 The Fan. Hey! What did it do? Ahoy! You had a Larry Johnson free throw right well, there. Well, I, was, I, was, I had my... See this stocking cap I have on? Yeah, I see it. You see that? Yeah. I do. I see it. I spot it. Uh, You're not liking it? Well, I mean, I like it. It's just hot. It's warm. Oh. So I'm going to take it off, but I forget. You know, then we're on TV and we're on YouTube. And yeah, you got Now the my hair. hair's a mess. Well, I, I will say you've got like a weird... Um, <sighs> I don't know you, what to do. You ever see like those weird birds? Like the, uh, it's. He has a wing coming out the yeah, side. Yeah, you got a wing. You're, you're, uh, you're off. I'm not going to put myself on camera because this is too good. We, we're just, it'll make his uh, image larger if I, if I stay off the camera. Look, and I'll tell you what, your winged hair is a lot better than anything I got because I have none. Uh, although I could grow some like mean side hair and what grow if, like a wing. What if you got my hair, but yeah. it had to always look like this? I think I just take being bald. Yeah. Well, you know, it's there are. Like, I don't. I'm not calling him out, but uh, we were just talking to the great Greg Glover of 94.7. Glover has a little bit of that. Where I'll bet you he spends a hundred dollars a haircut, but he spends a lot of money for his hair to look like yours. But it's it's done intentionally. You know, it's like yeah, his is very messy, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, but it's it's intentionally messy. It's, it's like manicured messy. Yeah, it's and that always throws me off because it. it it's hipster messy. Yes. Yeah. The, the whole thing about the hipster is you spend a lot of money and time to look like you don't care, but you really do care about the way you look. Like yesterday we had, uh, when we were out at X-Golf, we saw the manager of the boot barn. And like, Man, I wish I had a visual on this because the description was something else. Well, he was a very rugged sort of boot well, barn. Picture, uh, did you watch Yellowstone? No. Oh. Who didn't watch Yellowstone? I don't know. He had, did you see he had a his his jacket yeah. was a Yellowstone yeah. he looked ranch like, jacket. He looked like Rip. Yeah. Only a little smaller. Yeah. And so, like, you would think like a rugged man like that's just like, hey, I roll out of bed. But he had 10 rings. 
and like six bracelets. Yeah, and he like, said he had more at home. Yeah, so that means when he wakes up, he spends a significant amount of time picking out the look that he's going to go with that says, I'm very rugged and manly and I don't care about how I look, but he spends an hour picking out his finger jewelry. It's the same sort of thing. There's a... I have an appreciation for people that really don't put any effort. They just roll out of bed and just go, as opposed to you spend a lot of time to make to make it seem like you don't care. But you do. Yeah, he he was a really nice guy. Yes. So I hesitate to say anything. Yeah. Critical. Super nice. But <laughs> you're going to. Well, yeah. he's the manager of a boot barn. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> hey, it's a little overdone. You know his. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. He well, looks like a cowboy. But like a Viking cowboy. But he's a manager at a boot barn. Yeah. Like Johnny Depp has a little bit of this where like you see Johnny Depp or Cam Newton if you want to go down the sports road. Like, how many scarves can you put on before you leave the house? <laughs> like like when Johnny Depp or Cam Newton leaves the home, like you're like, wait, no, I'm only wearing seven scarves. I really feel like this outfit needs nine. Yeah, but Johnny Depp's a like a he's a, yeah, he's a rock, quirky actor, yeah, rock star type. It's guy. still odd that that's it some, is. But he can at least like he's not the manager when you're of that the boot rich barn. and famous. Yeah. It's like oh, you're eccentric. Yeah, but when you're the manager of a boot barn, it's yeah. like it's like, yeah. Ah. Well, I feel the same way about goth kids. Like you see a goth kid. And that is the definition of, like, I don't care about society. Ugh, I hate my dad. Ugh, like, one of those. But <laughs> think about how hard it is for a goth kid to get ready. Like, first off, you got to paint your face white, right? And then you got to put on a lot of, like, black death liner. And then, again, you're, you're picking out seven different chokers and necklaces. There's a lot of the piercings to put in. Then you got to go through the ring tree and pick out all that. And then you got, like, four belts that you're putting on. And then, like, you got to tear your pants just, like... You, I think being a goth person, like hire that person to run whatever business because that's a dedicated person. That person knows how to get things done. Getting dressed in the morning has to be exhausting. When I, when we would see those people when I was in high school, my mom would say, "You ever wonder how long it takes those people to look exactly like they don't care at all?" Yeah, you know, and it's like, yeah, it's, yeah. But then they all look alike, and so then the person who actually looks unique is the one yeah. who doesn't look like all yeah. the people yeah. trying to look unique. The most impressive version of this I've ever seen. Like, you want to go to another rock star thing? I saw Lenny Kravitz. Yeah, like twenty plus years ago. Well, we at, saw him in Dallas. Yeah, we saw him in Dallas. Yeah. But I saw Lenny. At oh, a, you saw him at another. Yeah, it was at a festival. Okay, it, it was at, at Portland Meadows. It was the old uh, Horde Festival. Horizons of rock, uh, like expanding everywhere. Were his pants falling off, like when we saw him? Yeah. So Lenny, that's his bit. So it was like like Dave Matthews was on the bill, like Blues Traveler, like like Rusted Root was there, and uh, and Simeon so, Mawit. Yeah, like their one song. And so Lenny Kravitz was supposed to perform. So like whoever Dave Matthews gets on, Dave Matthews was like an opener. They weren't even like the Dave Matthews band at the time. So we're like we're waiting for Lenny, and like fifteen minutes go by, and everyone's like. Where's Lenny Kravitz? 20 minutes go by, 25, and now the crowd's like a little restless, and they're like, Lenny, Lenny, and nothing. It's like a half hour goes by, and Lenny Kravitz comes wandering on stage wearing no shirt, no shoes, and his pants are, um, they're leather pants, but they they like lace up, and they're not laced up, so there is like nothing to the imagination. Lenny is... His short and curlies are hanging out. Yeah, Lenny's just there. (laughs) And he wanders up on stage, and he's like, sorry, I'm late. And then just starts like going into like, are you going to go my way? Are you going to go my way? And I would like to know, one, what Lenny Kravitz was doing uh, for that half hour. (laughs) 
to where he, <gasps> he, he couldn't be bothered to put on underwear, shoes, or a shirt. He was doing it. But I'll tell you what, that's the guy that truly, and he's got the big dreads, that guy just rolled out of bed, put on a pair of leather pants, that's it, and was like, I'm the coolest dude at the festival. And he was. And then he goes out and slays. Yeah, that guy oh, works. Man. He doesn't give two S's. He just shows up. And those sorts of individuals are unique because they they can they can actually pull off the I don't care, but it looks like I care look. Well, here's here's the only thing I hope for a boot barn manager guy. Yeah. I hope that on the side, like maybe that's just something he does for a little extra coin. Yeah. The boot barn? And, yeah. And he's really like, he lives on a ranch and like well, actually does He said things. he was from Utah and he said he had a, a, like a, his family has land. He said he had a cabin down in Utah. I don't know. All I know is he had- Is that code for dad has a cabin? I kind of felt that, but I don't know. I was mesmerized. Mom and dad, sorry. I just couldn't get over the, I've never seen anyone with 10 rings on 10 fingers. Like, who has thumb? I didn't know the thumb ring was a thing. But that man was ready. Yeah. He was ready to go. He's a good-looking dude. Yeah, he was. Nice guy. Yeah. So if you're at the uh, Tulatin yeah. Boot Barn, yeah. and you want, like, a a smaller version of Rip with a, a affinity for finger jewelry mm-hmm. and Wrangler uh, denim, uh, head on in there. I forget what his name was, but ladies, I think he was single. I did not, of all the rings, I did not see a wedding ring. No, there was no wedding ring. Oh, I thought he mentioned I have more jewelry than my wife. Or maybe, did he? I thought he said something like mm, that. Well, well but, he didn't have a wedding ring. Well, I mean, he had a ring on that finger, but it, but wasn't, it wasn't a wedding, a wedding ring. No, it was like or a, a wedding band. It was like a Thor's hammer or something that he had going on. Yeah, I bet he's a good salesman, though. And he's got a really cool belt buckle that says Cheyenne on it. Yeah, and it was a giant buckle. It yeah. was, it was well, the yeah. whole thing, you know. <laughs> Which, again, right, that's well, another one that I would think... Doesn't what? that dig in a lot? Like the big belt buckle? up or down? Like I would think that I don't know. Every time I and I've he wasn't never, fat. No, but I'm not even I'm just saying, like, even down, like that's a big buckle. It's like a dinner plate. I would think that that does a lot of digging. When your legs and torso go 90 degrees, it doesn't matter. I mean, it's would be tougher if you're bigger, but even so, like that when you get a belt buckle that big, that would be uncomfortable, it would seem. I've just never uh, I've never understood the the giant buckle. I've never worn one. Maybe it's super comfortable. But I say the same thing about people that are into like uh, hip hop that wear their pants around. I've never understood the pants below your ass. I don't know how that works. How are you? How do you move? How do you walk? How do your pants not fall down? How is that not uncomfortable? So there's a lot of mysteries when it comes to these sorts of things. I think you should you should adopt that look. <laughs> just wear my 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 pants around my ass. Yeah, see what everybody says. Boy, wouldn't that be something? If I just showed up one day and you know and didn't say anything, it's like when I show up with the toupee, just be like, "What are you talking about? I was I always wear my pants like this." You want the poll question? Yeah, give me the poll. I just put it up there. I was doing that. While we were talking, While we were doing all this amazing. While you were all this because your your stocking cap was was, was too hot me? and your hair was messy. Yeah, I put it back on. Yeah, just to save you guys the <laughs> shammed up a little. Well, bit. I'm already going to get enough grief for Kansas <laughs> losing to BYU today. Well, the Vancouver Four text line was uh, quick to jump on it. They said "Rop Mad Scientist look." They also said "Rop Finger Stuck in a Wall Socket," <laughs> and they also said "Big Earn McCracken from Kingpin." Yeah, Big Earn. Yeah, I can see some Big Earn energy yeah. out of you. Sometimes I look like Big Earn when I wake up. <laughs> Get my coffee. Well, I'm just riding high over here now that we're a basketball yeah. school. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I thought this Big 12 thing was going to be hard, but I mean, we're beating number 11 Baylor and now number seven Kansas. We're breaking win streaks. I mean, who knew four white guys and an Egyptian was the key to Big 12 success? I tried everything. We we played four white guys and an Egyptian. Although for the most part, we, we tried everything. We run three white guys, a black guy, and an Egyptian. But you know, it's the Patino light. 
You guys scored 47 points in the second half on us. <laughs> yeah, it was like a 47 to 27 run. How does that happen? I don't know how that happens. I, I have not seen it. It's on my DVR at home. I got to watch it. But because uh, we were on the air. Yeah. So I don't I don't know. I can't I can't comment on it other than I'm stunned that they lost that game. And by the way, only one of us bet on Kansas and it was you. <laughs> And you were worried about the Blazers. I was. You I was worried, worried about, about the, the other side. Ah, the Heat covered. So I was. I had a money line parlay that I was toying with yesterday. I decided not to bet it. Thank God. And I was going to bet put Kansas with Miami. And if you put those two together, just on the money line, just to win, good odds. It was. Yeah, it wasn't bad. It was minus one twenty. It was just like a regular bet. And you were nervous about. Mike. I was nervous about Portland, yeah. kind of right, which they kind of did yeah. for a half, and then DeAndre Ayton got hurt, and then they crapped the bed. But Allegedly, with his sprained hand. The one I was confident in was Kansas, probably just winning at home over four white guys and an Egyptian, and not well, so fast. Well, they were slapping them around pretty good. They were up significant in the in the first half, and then uh, you know, hey. I think what we learned is uh, God hates Kansas, and uh, he favors the uh, the four white guys in the Egyptian model. Clearly, the Lord had a hand in that. Whatever makes you feel better. It's a nice win, though. <laughs> so basically, uh, that's yeah. the best win in BYU history, probably. Oh, hundred percent. It's never. I mean, do you know what Bill Self's record is at home? It's we talked about this. It's it's ridiculous. His they record. Don't lose. His record at home, which is Allen Fieldhouse. Mm-hmm. Is two ninety two and sixteen. <laughs> we know where that sixteen came from. Yeah, yeah. it was two ninety two and fifteen. <laughs> was it nineteen in a row? Haven't lost to an unranked team there in like six years. Until my BYU Cougars come in. Hey, look. What are you gonna do with a bunch of six eight return missionaries, huh? It's not a good year for Kansas. We're we're missing our best player. He's being a little bitch. Yeah. Bill Self's calling him out. The big tall guy that we got from Michigan is soft as <laughs> butter, and we have no depth. No. Well, don't bet on him. I'm telling you, tournament time. You guys are going to see Kansas as like a four seed, and you'll be like, "Ooh, that ooh, no. don't." You're like, "No, don't." Mm. Well, I the mean, the only thing they have is Dewan Harris and a good coach. <laughs> And that's not and clearly that's not enough. That's not enough. Not against the basketball juggernaut that is the Brigham Young University Cougars. And we got some some transfer douchebag from I don't know where he's from. His name's Timberlake. Yeah. He was supposed to be good. No. He's awful. <laughs> I've never seen anything so awful. Except now that you are bagging on Kansas, realize they're gonna go to the <laughs> final four. Well, I hope so. Now that you're done, you're done slicing them, you know, and and saying that they all the these the, the faults they have. Well, they have to have McCuller was out last yeah. night. So let's make let's no, let's, let's, let's go let's ahead and make an excuses. Excuse. Why let's not? Let's go ahead and make an excuse. Yes. Their best player did not play last night. Uh, if if he does not come back, I just don't. Uh, well, I, I don't I'm just saying. It. For the record, I no longer care yeah. about BYU football. We've moved on. We're a basketball school now. I mean, now that we're dominating the Big Twelve, I mean. Pfft. What else is there to do? Beat Baylor and Kansas a week apart? Come on. Then we got hammered by Kansas State. But, you know, it's, it's the real power of the Big 12, Kansas State. I don't even State. think of it. Are they? Yeah, they're a winning team, aren't they? What, Kansas State? Yeah. Uh, I think they are. I don't know. They're decent. The, the, Big 12's tough. Well, Big 12's tough apparently little, not. Tough little league. They're all beating each other up. Not for BYU, it's not. All, all right, we'll we get to the uh, top 10 teams. We'll get to the poll question next on The Fan.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Yeah, tell me something good. Do that. I was waiting for the poll, and then I will tell you something good. Let's see if you think the poll's good today. You usually like the poll. I do. You know, I'm a big fan. And of course, I'm good at the poll. Yeah. It's what I hear. It's your specialty. Heating and cooling. Triple A. Not just heating and cooling. Heating and cooling. Yeah, not generic heating and cooling. No, no. The Lego brand? Not just any heating and cooling. Acme heating and cooling. AAA heating and cooling. Family business helping families for over 60 years. AAAIAQ.com. The poll question resides on X at 1080 The Fan. Okay, yesterday, which quarterback would you rather have for this upcoming season only? Uh, 38%. Ah, Baker Mayfield won. Yeah. Yeah, you, you. that's what you said. And I would right? take, not just even this season, just going forward, I would take Baker Mayfield. <laughs> It was Mayfield, Fields, Russell Wilson, or Bo Nix. Uh, I, I like Baker Mayfield. I, I'm, I'm maybe a little higher on him than, than some people. I, I think he's a solid quarterback. Uh, Mayfield got 38%. Bo Nix, 31%. Yeah. Justin Fields, 19%. Russell Wilson, 11%. A little low. Well, I That's mean, a little low. Yeah, but, I mean, Russ is it, it. I think he stabilizes somebody next season. I think so. I mean, it, it wasn't as bad. It's it, it's going to end, obviously, poorly in Denver. But if you look, Russell Wilson was not the problem no. in Denver last year. He just wasn't the solution. He's not, like, I mean, he he's just not the Russell Wilson of old. But no. he's, I don't it's know, I think bad. we're selling him a little short. I mean, I'd take him over Justin Fields. I probably wouldn't. Again, for, for just next season? Oh, for just next year? Yes. Yeah, I, I could see that. Yes. But you know he's probably the best option on the board for just next season. I still take Baker. I I, I think Baker is a top twelve ish quarterback. Period. Mm. So I I just I, I like Baker. But yeah, if you're going to go overall, yeah, you know, I, I could see Russ making a, a play for for number two. It's just that we remember Russ from the year before with Hackett, and that was that was some of the worst just offense we've seen from seemingly a good team. When you talk about expectation versus what the reality was, two years ago, it's an all-timer. It's just an all-time dud. And like the Jets had that this year, but obviously when your quarterback tears his Achilles, but there was no major injuries in Denver. It just, they couldn't get a play called. Broncos orange, let's ride. I mean, and and then Russ is such a, he's just such a, a I don't know what you call him, like, he's a, 
he's a bit of a poser, like a tryhard. Yeah, tryhard. When when you put together this this image and it's like Broncos, let's ride, and and you put that out there. Mr. Unlimited. And it doesn't work. Hey, Seattle. You just look like a douche. Like it's it's Well, he is a douche. He is. But when when so is Baker. When you're really good, like remember when Tom Brady was doing Stetson ads? Like he was out there shirtless in a cowboy hat. Like you look like a douche, but you're Tom Brady, you win in Super Bowls. We're like, ah, it's a rugged manliness. If Brady goes out and, and and is terrible and they win four games and you're doing Stetson shirtless ads, then you look like a douche. And unfortunately, Russ has that maybe more so than any other player in the NFL. Uh, Cam had some of this at the end. It's fine and dandy when you're wearing the the Harry Potter sorting hat and you're winning MVPs, but when your arm is filled with crab meat and you're completing 50% of your passes and you dress like that, you look like an ass. And so it's like you can't have you can't have all the style in the world and no substance. You just you just can't. And Russ unfortunately fell into that. And uh, even last year, where it wasn't horrific, it's just that is going to stick with Russ probably forever. All right, here's today's poll question on X: Which Western Conference team will be the most dangerous in the playoffs? Mm, playoffs. Uh, we have the Suns. Where are my Blazers at? The Lakers. Playoffs. The Warriors or the Mavericks? Mm. That's your question. Vote, vote hard. It's interesting. Like when I kind of want to lean towards. I mean, honestly, it's whichever which one's healthy. I think it's Phoenix or I think it's Dallas because when either one of those teams are healthy, they're really good. Uh, when Kyrie and Luca are engaged and involved and on the floor together, dude, they are really, really good. They've been better lately. Did you see how they lost last night? Did you see that game? No, I did not see that. Cavs game. hit like a sixty footer to beat. Them. Yeah, that, I I saw the headline, but I did not see any Dude. of the game, and I didn't see the. the it was wild. Yeah, who was it? Uh, it was the uh, the my old Miami Heat guy, Max. Uh, oh, was it uh, Strauss, Struess, Struess. Yeah, Struessel. Yeah, I I yeah, did, he drained it. And this is the best pick. The best. Uh, wait, do I want what? The call. Do you want the call? Well, yeah. Leave it to inbound, just to the left of the Cavs bench. All we need Leave is a deflection. Pass deflected by Mobley, but grabbed by Doncic. Doncic bounced underneath the PJ, and he laid it in with 2.6 to go. Cavs out of timeout. Struess into Mobley. Back to Max. Half-court shot. Good! Good! <laughs> he hit it! Cavs win! This place is going crazy! Wow, that was a really good call. Yeah, he was. Uh, he's very excited about this. Let me just. <laughs> I got. I got a bone to pick with ESPN.com on this. Okay. Uh, one look. It's a regular season game, and it was a fantastic finish. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it was last night, maybe about I don't know ten thirty or eleven. Like before I go to bed, I always log on and I do like a lap around the. You know, look. You look at scores. Um, I'll, I'll kind of go through and just you, you kind of do a, a nightly check, right? Hey, what happened? And the front headline on ESPN was the Cavaliers celebrating that, right? And it, the, the headline was something like, uh, you know, miracle shot or whatever. 
and I click on it. And it makes me watch the ad. It's like 35 second ad or whatever, right? You have to you go through it. Mm. And then that's long. Right? It's it's usually it's, it gives you a break after like 10 seconds. Oh no. No, I had to watch and the And then you can hit the skip ad button. I had to watch the full ad. So I watched the stupid ad, right? So I'm sitting there, okay, I just oh. I, I want to see the the miracle shot. And it told me nothing other than miracle shot. And then as soon as the the, the ads up, there's no highlight. It was it was crappy ESPN analysts talking about the game. They never showed the highlight. It dried. They do this so many times that when it, it you click on the headline to see a, a, this this miraculous play, and then it's not. It's them talking about it. And I don't know if like I I don't know if there's a it's like a broadcasting right or whatever. But ESPN does that more times than I can count, and it pisses me off. So it's only ESPN. Uh, yes, that does this. And then a lot of times I'll have to go find the highlight somewhere else. I'll just, I'll Google. And last night, you know what? I was just like, I'm not, I don't care no, enough about it. Forget about it. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I moved on. And then I went and looked at the Red Wings box score because they won eight to three. But that's just my bone to pick. If you make me sit through an ad and the, and, and the whole headline is miracle shot sinks, you know, whatever. The first thing should be that shot. And then Kendrick Perkins or whoever talking God, about it. And how did you get through last night? It. It that is, is brutal. I can't handle it. That is brutal. I can't handle it to the point where I, I to this, I haven't looked at the shot. I was like, eh, I'm not yeah, looking it, at that. It's pretty cool. But the, that call was great. Cavs beat the uh, Mavs. Since, oh, since they've been measuring it, that's the second longest by distance buzzer beater in league history. Is it really to, to win a game? Yeah, he was. That guy called it as a half quarter. It was further. It was than that. 59 feet. The only one longer was 61 to, to to win a game at the. Buzzer. And we also had. Uh, Pertaining to nothing, we had another buzzer beater in college last night. I don't know if you saw, but Nevada hit a half quarter to beat Colorado State. Well, something's in the water. It was great. Did anyone storm the court and then pretend to get hurt? Well, no, because that one was at Colorado State. <laughs> so I don't think they stormed the court when the other team beat them. Well, I don't know, man. Last night at the Blazer game, they had a let's go heat chant happening. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> well, it was. Uh, There's a lot of heat there fans. There were a lot of heat fans. Who knew? Thanks, I, LeBron. I didn't know there were LeBron. There, there, was a, uh, there were heat fans after LeBron left, but. They had a pretty good Let's Go Heat chant going at Moda. I was like, I'll be damned. So which Western Conference team will be the most dangerous in the playoffs? Suns, Lakers, Warriors, Mavs. Now, uh, those four teams, respectively, in defense are 14th, 15th, 17th, and 20th. Okay, so... Nothing great there. No. But you have Kevin Durant, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, Luka Doncic. I mean... Put a pin in this. We'll come back and we'll we'll wrap up the conversation when we get back. But how many times have we had stars like this? And these are the top stars in the league. Mm-hmm. How many times are they this low in the standings? You know, like usually the stars teams are always near yeah, the top. Near the top. And I don't I don't know. Did the Jordan teams lag like this? Did the no. Olajuwon teams? Did the Kobe? I mean, I know Kobe maybe had a team or two that did, but I don't know. It's it's. I just think it's weird. You're talking about arguably the four best players in the league, not named Jokic, Jokic. and their teams are kind of middling. Well, I think this is one of the problems that the NBA is trying to to solve is that for today's NBA, a lot of people don't give a rip about the regular season. You know, you look at the Clippers in the year they're having. One of the the reasons why is that they're actually healthy. I think I think Paul George and and, and uh, old Kaha, I think combined they've only missed like six or seven games. And look at the Clippers. Yeah! So I mean, some of this is just like I, I think Kyrie and Luca. I think combined it's like twenty something. Um, Denver has missed a bunch. 
Um, you know, the, obviously the the Lakers are the definition of this. So you think this is a new thing? I think it's a relatively new thing. And yes. these these teams are are somewhat coasting with I think their there, star players? I think there's an element of that, yes, absolutely. Right. Well, we'll talk more about this uh, coming up next. Are any of those real contenders? We'll get to that when we return, but first, Buck with SportsCenter. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. All right, we were talking about our poll question and uh, what to make of these teams with star players who are just sort of middling in the standings. Uh, the poll question is, which Western Conference team will be the most dangerous in the playoffs, Suns, Lakers, Warriors, or Mavs? I'll tell you what, it's it's going to be interesting in, in the West because you, know, you look at Minnesota and a lot of people don't really buy Minnesota, Oklahoma City, or a bunch of babies. Um, you know, Denver obviously is, is sitting there, but the Clippers, no one trusts them and their health. So, you know, those are your top four seeds. And then you look at the bottom right now, sitting there at, at six is Phoenix. Like you said, is eight is Dallas Golden States. I think won eight to 10. And then, you know, if the old ass Lakers get in there, you know, you have LeBron and AD. So the Western conference playoffs, the first two rounds could be freaking nuts. It's going to be good Yeah, because you, you're right. You have the unproven teams that are the higher seeds that are going to be taking on some some grizzly vets, but it's just a, you know, it's weird with Dallas and Doncic at eight warriors and Curry at nine and LeBron and the Lakers at 10. It's just, and Durant and the Suns at six, he's got Booker. And I mean, it's just, it's just weird to see the star players so low in the standings. I I don't know if that's a new thing or what that means. What does that say? I don't remember this. You know, it's weird. If you go back 10, 15, 20 years ago, I, I don't remember I don't remember those Bulls teams lagging behind. I don't remember the Golden State teams with Steph lagging behind. I don't remember a lot of those Shaq and Kobe teams being... I mean, there's one thing about being a two or three seed, like Denver, for instance, right? Like, you could say that Denver's kind of plodding along, but dude, 39 and 19... Right, or the, like, or the clips. Yeah, there's a difference between that and 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 yeah. being where right. where Phoenix and Dallas are. Yeah, it's really it's just a I don't know it's it's weird. I don't know what to think of the t- the teams in the at the top in the West. I'm looking mainly at the West. Yeah, because it's Boston and everyone else in the East. But um, I don't know what to make of them. I don't I don't know whether to trust them or not. Yeah. Uh, Edwards and in the Oklahoma you know in Minnesota and then Oklahoma City and these teams. Or even the Clippers, I I, I don't the, know the the Clippers to me. If, if if when the Clippers are healthy, like they they're good. The, the Clippers are good. The James Harden thing has worked out. Like we all made fun of James Harden and rightfully so, but James Harden has provided them. Um, he has found his role. But look, the point is, there's only one team in the West that you can truly trust, and that's Denver. And that's Denver. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's and it. that's weird. And the other thing too is, uh, I was reading about the. Uh, have you heard of the forty before twenty? 
rule? The 40 before... No, what is that? That's from Phil Jackson, who always suggested that to be a contender, you have to win your 40th game before losing your 20th. Oh, okay. He said that was his kind of line of demarcation. Now, if you look at history, it does suggest that uh, the odds are long, or any of those four teams, to win a title because um, none of them are 40 before 20. There's only been three teams since 1979 that have not met the 40 before huh. 20 um, the little sort of rule. Benchmark or whatever. And won the title. Those teams are the 95 Rockets with the Lajuan, the 04 Pistons with Rashid and, mm-hmm. and Chance and those guys, and then the 06 Heat, and that was Dwayne Wade and Shaq when they were down 0-2 to the Mavericks and, and won four in a row. So Those are the only three teams that, that, were ne- that did not win their 40th game before losing their 20th. Um and, and won the title. So none of those teams qualify. So if you want the teams this year, because we're kind of at that point of the season, yeah. this year, the current 40-20 model, Celtics, Thunder, and Wolves have already done it. Yeah, the Nuggets are right there. They could do it. They just need one more win. Right. Nuggets, but, Cavs, and Clippers still can. Those six teams right there. Yeah, if, you, if they go would on be a- your. I mean, by the four, if you, if you just abide by the 40 before 20, those six te- the champions should come from those six. Huh. That's uh, Isn't that, that interesting? That is very interesting. Who would you... So I think everybody's going to bet on the Celtics now, probably. Yeah, although, but, you know, they've got a little bit of that, like, you got to prove to me something. You know, Tatum yeah. and, and, you know, and Jason Tatum, we're back to this Jason Tatum, why isn't he getting an MVP talk, and he could be the next face of the league, and they're rolling. I think Dame even had a quote where he said he thought Milwaukee would be where Boston is right now. Ooh. And That's a good segue. We're going to get into that. Damian Lillard is lonely. Yeah, it's a he is lonely. There's a thing out there. He his there ain't gonna be no buddy buddy stuff. We've I, got some quotes from him that are pretty interesting. I do not think he appreciated how hard the the move was was gonna be. Um, but no, I mean you know Boston has added you know the the, the Porzingis thing and 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 we know Boston for the last handful of years has has been right there. But you know I I, I think there's an element of of I want to see Tatum and Brown prove it to me. Like if we're gonna sit there and say that. I mean, obviously, Oklahoma City is is so young, and Minnesota. This is the first year that it, it kind of all clicked, and they're on the come up. But I don't know, like, what has Boston ever proven to me? So I, I think there's an element as as good as Boston is, and they have the best record in the league, you know, bar none. I, I don't know that there's there's still something with Brown and Tatum. I want to see come, like I said. come crunch time. Now it's it's nice that you can go down to Porzingis and get buckets, but. Oh, there's an element of there where I'm not certain. It's just that the East doesn't, to me, have nearly the the the, the scare factor that the West has. Well, without Embiid, yeah. But yeah. like I said, I mean, there's only one team you can really trust. Yeah, and that's well, Denver. And I still stand by if if the Bucks figure out what they're doing, this could be one where I mean they'll they'll plot along and they'll be you know they'll leave, they'll be somewhere between what two and four probably. If they put it together, that's still the best one-two punch. If Dame figures it out and and they get to work, that's still the best one-two punch of any team in the NBA. It's pretty good. It's just that it's it's weird. You would have thought that that pick and roll would just be the most unstoppable force in in the NBA, and it's uh, it's it hadn't been great. Well, when we come back, I'll read you some of Lillard's quotes. You know, the Sports Illustrated sat down with him. It was Chris Mannix, I think, and uh, Lillard's pretty honest about yeah. how it's going in Milwaukee. Yeah, and he's very lonely. And he admits as much. Yeah. Well, I think it's he needs you. I think we forget sometimes that, you know, players are human be- human beings. What? Yeah, his whole life was was uprooted. Humans? Humans. Humans. You cannot convince me that Victor Wimbanyama is human. That is true. He could be some sort of cyborg. He's like Slender Man. 
But you know the uh, you know we think about Jordan as a cyborg, but you know he had to walk away from the game. Why? Because of emotional baggage and stress and all that, and you know it's yeah. it's tough. All right, we'll tell you what Lillard said coming up next on the fan. Well, we uh, we know Damian Lillard because well he played here for so long, and we know he's an honest man generally speaking. Yes, I think he was as upfront a star as you could have in, in, in the NBA. Tell you what he can. He sat down with Chris Mannix of Sports Illustrated for an interview. And boy, I tell you, these quotes are something. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if they mean anything, but it does... Gives you a glimpse inside. It does let us know how he's feeling. Yeah. Because it, it's it, not that great. No, and, and look, it's not been terrible. They're 38-21, and 21, uh, like a game and a half out of the second place in, in the East, but it has not... They've fired a coach and... You know, there was a, you know, Lillard is, is not having a, by his standards, a great year by any stretch of the imagination. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's been a little bumpy. Yeah. The Bucks are weird uh, because they're just, I've never seen a team so good be this. Uh, I mean, they're not really dysfunctional, but there sure seems to be some dysfunction. Like they're, they're, they're just complaining. Like yeah. everybody's complaining. Even the new coach is complaining. Yep. And I've never, you know, that's, it's just weird, but I guess it doesn't. Truly matter. They're winning, and they're they're actually getting it together since the All-Star break. So we'll give them time. They still have time. So here are some of the quotes. Sports Illustrated asks, how would you sum up the last five months? Damian Lillard, it's been a real transition. Being in the same situation for 11 years, deciding to move on from that, wanting a chance to win, and then coming here playing for a first-time coach, and him uh, being new to the team. So it isn't like I came to Milwaukee and everything was already established. It was a completely new staff. Obviously, trying to figure out me pairing with Giannis and being a part of this team, it's a process, and I think that's been an adjustment for both of us. He's used to playing a certain way. I'm used to playing a certain way. And I think we've had moments. I just think it's still a work in progress. Yeah. He said, how about personally? Or the question was, how about personally? He said, being away from my kids is tough. In Portland, my life was set up. My mom was down the street. My brother was the other way down the street. My sister was down the street. My kids in school. Just my whole life was set up perfectly right there. It was a great situation. So just leaving that behind alone is a lot. And then you add the basketball side to it, and it is what it is. Yeah. I don't want to overstate it, but it sounds like you're kind of lonely. Lillard said, it's definitely lonely because I'm such a family guy. My life is my family. After games, I would come out and my whole family would be back there. My kids coming out of the playroom. My mom, my brother, my cousin uh, live there. You know what I mean? My best friends live in Portland. So I would come out. We would go to dinner. They might come to my house. After practice, I might go to my mom's house and just chill. That's how my life was. So, I mean, I'm fine because I'm grown, but it's definitely lonely. I'm filled up by those people. Yeah. So then he says, so what's your life like in Milwaukee? And he said, well, just hitting those butter hogs, bro. <laughs> I don't think that's He's going to go get him one of those Milwaukee butter hogs. Well, maybe he should. No, that's not what he said. He said, bro, go to practice, go home, watch boxing, and play video games. No. Man, I type in a boxing website, Fight Hype, on YouTube 100 times and be praying for something new to be on there. Seriously, I don't have much of a life. But that's what comes with making a big boy decision. You got to be down for that and figure it out. Yeah. Then they ask, I saw you back in October, your preseason debut against the Lakers, and you were really excited. Did you think this team was going to hit the ground running? He said, Well, I thought he was I thought we were going to be how Boston is right now, but I think what I've learned is that some things take time, especially stuff that has reward in the end. You can't come into it and think that it's just gonna be all peaches and cream. We've had our ups and downs, we've had a coaching change. I've I haven't completely settled into finding who I am on this team, and that's kind of a tough thing. I think any star who's been traded deals with it. 
Now that I look back on it, I would imagine LeBron James probably felt how I felt when he went to Miami. Not with who he is. I'm sure he knew who he was, but who am I, who am I within this team and how does it look? Yeah, even LeBron, who arguably the greatest player of all time and went to Miami with two other stars and one of those stars had already been had been there you know they didn't win anything that first year you know it took them a little bit to to kind of figure that out and you know for for all the, the you know the not one not two I mean they won a couple down there but you know it's not act like he went down to Miami and it was just a seamless transition and they won every year so I, I think I just think people undervalue comfort and I, I can't you know I can't to relate to many things about being Damian Lillard um, but I do remember that when I was trying to make the NFL, like I was on a week to week contract. And so my family was back home and I stayed in like extended stay Americas. Like I, and, and like, it is true. Like you didn't know anyone in Denver. I didn't know anyone in Tampa and your whole life was indeed at least Dame as like a, probably a, a nice place to go back to. But I do remember waking up, going to practice being done with practice and then going back to my little room and being like, well, uh, like, yeah, and what I played video games and, you know, you, you watched, you know, and, and this was before YouTube and all that stuff. So you just, you, you, wa I watched a lot of movies and like you, you would literally try to find things to occupy your time. And, and you would think that, oh, I'll just focus in on basketball or I'll just focus in on football. And that's my whole job. But that is, it's almost impossible to do because you just get burnt out and it does, it, it becomes real lonely and, and you twiddle your thumbs. And when you're not happy away from from the court of the field, it's going to affect you on. Yeah, he said, he went on to say, the Terry Stotts leaving hurt him a little bit. Yeah. Because that was kind of his guy to get, get the terminology. And he just, he said that kind of set him back in terms of learning everything. Yeah. And then he also said that, you know, when you have a relationship, they, he was asking about his relationship with Giannis. And he was like, well, you know, I had a relationship with CJ in Portland and Nurkic, but it took time to blossom. Yeah. So he just... He's he's just we've always said this about Lillard. He's very emotionally mature, mm -hmm. and he admits that you know, look, it was his decision. It was a big boy decision, and now it's like it's a little rough, but we're fighting through it. And you know, that's honest. And I, he's also being honest about his relationship with Giannis. I think some people are making it out that it, you know there's a problem there, and there's something's not right. And well, yeah, there's it's just not perfect yet. Yeah, and it, and he's just saying we're still working on it, and you know. We're we're gonna try to blossom just like I did with my guys in Portland. I still contend that when they get their pick and roll figured out, that will be the most unstoppable duo in the NBA, and it's it's gonna happen. Which is why I said if if you had one of those teams that I'd say has a chance to to kind of hit the playoffs and and have everything click, I'm saying it's Milwaukee. One, the East is a much easier path to get through than than the West is, and I just that, that it, Milwaukee has a good roster. You just you would think that eventually. And then, you know, you can say what you will about Doc Rivers, but Doc's been around the block. You would assume that eventually Milwaukee will get this thing figured out. And when they do, they have they have all the pieces you need to be really damn good. And they've put together some good wins recently, right? They just took down the, uh, what, the Timberwolves. I know the Sixers, you know, aren't much, but, um, you know, they, uh, who was the other one? They, they beat the Timberwolves, and I think they got the Nuggets, if I'm not mistaken, too. So, I mean, it's it's there. It's just like you said, it's 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 a work in progress. Yeah, he likens them to Jokic and Jamal Murray. Yeah, I can see that. And he points out that they played together for six or seven years. Yeah. You know, and there were times when they struggled. And that's what Giannis and Lillard are going through. But he said they're both smart guys and they both want to win and they're both working on it. That's, yeah. the, that's the key. Yeah. Because a lot of times guys go the other way. 
and they get resentful or yeah you, you get know. all pissy and moany but yeah, yeah. Ne- neither one of those guys as yeah. you like to call them are little bitches they're not no they're and both that's that's yeah. why i think that's pretty good bet what you're saying there. emotional intelligence whereas you but know, i wonder you know i'm sorry go ahead oh i just look at like like you brought up emotional intelligence and on the other side of things it, it, when 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 luca and and kyrie have been clicking this year it's ridiculously good but who you want to bet on the emotional intelligence of Dame and Giannis or the emotional intelligence of Luca and, and Kyrie also too, when you look at like ball usage rates, dude, there's like Luca is like number one in the NBA by far. And Kyrie can be this way too. I also think that when you are dependent, this is like the James Harden thing. When you have an offense or a team that's just built around putting the ball in one guy's hands, I think those guys can get worn out come playoff time. One, it's easier to stop because you can throw the kitchen sink at him over a seven-game series and actually devise a plan. And I think it's hard as you get into the playoffs. If it is on your shoulders, game in and game out, guys wear down when you're having to do it every other night. Or, you know, I know in the NBA sometimes you get a couple days off. But you get into a rhythm there uh, where you're playing every other night or, 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 you know, an equivalent to that. And you're being asked to, to carry the load for 40 minutes a night. And you have the ball in your hands 75 85% of the time. I, I just think that's I think that's a lot to ask over round after round after round, whereas a team that plays more of a team-style ball moves it around. That's why I, I love Jokic so much is he doesn't have to be – he doesn't have to score 40 to dominate his his game. He can be a guy that's a distributor, and it doesn't have to go through him every single time, and he can still impact the game, and I don't think he wears down like like some of the other guys, like I said, a, a, a Luka or a, or a Harden who – Again, when you look at usage rate, it's just it's it's off the charts with them most years. Another in- interesting thought from the the Vancouver Ford text line here, and I know we we brought this up when Dame made his comments coming back to Portland about kind of what he missed and everything. It says if you're a Bucks fan, you have to start getting really disenchanted knowing that Giannis has signed up for uh, the long term, but your other star is clearly not in love with the situation. How 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 do you think management is feeling about this right now? Does, does this feel rectifiable? Well, like it's gonna like he's gonna get back on track where he's good with this? Well, I mean, isn't that why they? I mean, they they already had a coaching change that that might tell you how they feel. Yeah, a little bit right there. It's like, man, we got to do something. We got to bring in a veteran to get these guys on the same page. Um, so I I don't know. I mean, it's a good it's a good point. I I just you know the thing about Giannis and Lillard, they've played fifty games together. Mm-hmm. Okay, you were talking about Irving and uh, Kyrie and uh, um, Luca Doncic. You know how many games they've played together? How many? Forty six. Yeah, it's about the same. Yeah, and oh. they look infinitely better together yeah. than Lillard and Giannis. Oh, go! They've had it. They had last season and into the off season, and so maybe there was some of that too. You know, maybe. But again, know. same number of actually yeah. fewer games. Fewer they've, games they've played together. Yeah. I just wonder how Lillard would would feel if he went to Miami. He wanted to go to Miami. Wanted to go to Miami. Milwaukee, I'm sure, is pretty boring. He was he as was, he's pointed out. He was comfortable there, and uh, I don't think I'm speaking at a turn. Um, Oh, how do we put it? I think Uh-oh. I think Dame had a life in Miami. How about that? Yeah, right. I, I think he ha- he had a. He doesn't have one in Milwaukee. No, he does not. That. I don't think many NBA players do. But <laughs> Giannis does, right? Doesn't isn't Giannis? Yeah, yeah, doesn't he love it there? Like he shows up to restaurants. Yeah, supposedly, he and he's got he's got his gal and all nobody that. Nobody bothers him. It's Milwaukee. They're all like, hey, what's yeah, up, man? yeah. He's a different guy, but I, you know, NBA guys often have a second or a third city that is kind of their secondary home and. Um, you know, you've got you've got regular restaurants that you go to, and you spend time there in the off season, and maybe there's some uh, got some, some hoes in other area codes. Yeah, there's some ladies. You got some guys, and you know, and, and Wait, there's some guys. Well, some guys to hang out with. You you can't have just Whoa. the hoes. You got to have the boys too. You know, it's the whole thing. 
Didn't know that about Lillard. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I've 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 heard that you know he was quite comfortable in Miami, which is one of the reasons why he wanted to go there. Yeah, it'd just be interesting to hear what he would be saying. Yeah, if it was Miami, if he were in Miami, yeah, and how he would fit if he were in Miami. Well, he certainly he did everything he could to get there, and you know he didn't. Mm-hmm. He landed in Milwaukee. Very interesting scenario in Milwaukee. Yeah. Uh, Anthony Kim videos are trickling out. Uh, we'll get to that next on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 